0: Welcome to The Freelance Dance. A weekly conversation between three experienced freelancers who are navigating the ups and downs and the ins and outs of The Freelance Dance. My name is Jake Knight, joined by my co-hosts, Marty Theory and Brandon Watts. Welcome to The Freelance Dance. So, I'm actually... I'm excited is that like a, is that a phrase that I've ever said before, but I feel like it is. I'm excited to talk about this. <laughs> um, I'm excited about everything uh, no referrals so it's been said that referrals are the best form of marketing. I don't know who said it I don't someone can fact check us on that. but how do you guys feel about that? You should just
1: copyright that. go ahead, copyright it. you got it you go TM
0: on. there we are what do you guys what do you guys think about referrals? best form of marketing getting new new customers, new clients, new
1: leads. Uh yeah, probably probably 90% of my work
0: live and die um, by the um, referrals. Uh, yeah. So, I uh, were you guys ever part of uh BNI or Business Network International? No. Nope. You heard <laughs> apparently, apparently no? not. Okay.
2: So, <laughs> what <laughs> kind of it secret a- society are you in, Jake? <laughs> I know. I knew you were yeah. in one. I just need to know which one I was.
1: <laughs> I got to sign me- up for something else now.
0: Let yeah. me uh sh- share the handshake with you from a social distance. Um, no. So it was when I was first starting out in my thing, I came across this, uh, this networking group. They met weekly local community thing we met weekly at 7am on um, a one, one more, was, I think it was a Tuesday, Tuesday morning, 7am for an hour. All it was, was a group of business professionals who would meet together to, everybody went around the room to share what's their perfect a customer, essentially. what What is their ask? What are they looking for? And the meeting would end with people passing referrals. Like, oh, yeah, I met somebody. Or I gave out your information. Here's the contact. They want you to call them. So it was a, a way to pass Whoa. leads. And how many people? 20, 30, 30 people. Really? It's actually the reason I drink coffee in the morning is because, and it's black, because I couldn't get up that early. And it got so laborious to put all the different, like, creams and all in the coffee. I'm like, you know what, just black it is. Um, but but that, that group that met together to exchange referrals, I was part of it for probably four years. And I still have clients to this day that I met back in 2005, six, seven, all based on word of mouth marketing. So you guys said, yes, yes, very important. What would be the perfect referral for you, Marty? The perfect referral. As in someone hands you a phone number, says this person wants you to call them. They're interested in your service. What does that perfect referral look
1: like? Uh, putting me on the spot. I don't know. I don't know what the perfect referral is. Um, Only because the, someone someone's not... Well, I guess maybe they have. <laughs> I have been given don't referrals read, like that. Yeah, so. Don't
0: read too much into it. This is just like there's no, it's a Sunday afternoon. You just got uh, to You got got a lead. And the person so, says, yeah. I can't wait to work with you, Marty. What does that look like?
1: I don't know. I just have, sometimes I just have a little bit of bad attitude about it um, because I don't, I haven't, I, I don't know them. I don't know what their business is. I don't, I don't know if they're like some random influencer. I had this one time, this guy called me up or, or somebody referred to me to them. And so he called me up and, He's like, yeah, man, I want to do blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, (laughs) it it was some random influencer guy who wanted to, I don't even remember. It's just, I I need to, you know, increase my followers and this and that. I need a website. And what do you do? What do you need me to do? It's like, uh, I don't, that wasn't a great referral. Sorry. So what's the opposite of that? The opposite of that guy. (laughs) We'll get there. The opposite of that guy. We'll get there. Is, um.
2: Wait for it. (laughs) A guy that calls and has a million dollars for a one page website. That is the perfect referral.
1: Yes. No, it's just, I really want to work with people who are easy to work with. That's all. I just, somebody who's open to, who knows their business, who understands their problems, who doesn't want to, who doesn't want to be, um, who isn't afraid of other ideas, who are not afraid of, uh, I guess. You know, you have you have people who think that they know everything and it's it's like, okay, yeah, you're smart, but you don't you, you don't know everything. <laughs> so <laughs> um and that it just I I don't know, I've been been bitten so many times. And it's just, you know, my my favorite cu- customers are the ones who are are all are just really open to um new ideas. Um, I don't know. I, I, am sorry for going first. No, no, I have, no, no, this is probably more things will come, come to me as we get th- through this. This is an object lesson. <laughs> Just wait till
0: we round the circle. This is you, it was perfect. I couldn't have asked for, for a better response, Marty, Br- Brandon, what, what is your perfect referral?
2: Yeah. And this is why you listen to this podcast because we are literally, we are speaking from the heart, right? <laughs> There's no, that's what's so great about this. We don't know what we're going to say. That's what makes it great. Um, For me, a perfect referral is probably someone introducing me to a early stage tech investor. And if that's a a good, warm lead, and that's someone that respects my work, then the idea would be they're going to fund 15 companies a year. And if they tell those companies about me, then I don't need to worry about my pipeline ever again. You know, that's that's the thing. Like in my business now, I need probably 12 to 15 clients a year doing the DIY stuff in my old business. I only needed to keep a couple clients period, but a perfect referral to me now would be that investor because they continually get new people in, which gives me new opportunities, hopefully to get recommendations, fresh recommendations coming in. Um, But yeah, that's probably what it looks like today.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, That's great. So if I was, if I was going to give my answer to that, it's, it's a, a business that, has a monthly budget for marketing they've got allocated funds that they want to spend in actual advertising and are willing to hire a consultant or a person to, to manage that for them, and they're looking for a long the long game. They're looking to let's, let's do this for a year, see how things look on the flip. That, that's a you know that's the perfect ish referral in my mind. but, but the, so the reason I ask is because we, went, we started this. I asked you if it's the best form of marketing. We all agreed. Yes, it is. But then when asking, like, what is our perfect referral? We're like, well, I guess. So we're, <laughs> we're saying it's the best form of, of how to get leads, but we're a little unclear or muddy in the way we would even ask for that or explain to somebody else.
2: Well, the, the perfect referral is anyone that I've worked with who likes my work and recommends me. I don't care who they recommend me to. Like uh, my perfect one would probably be an investor, but I've had people refer me to all sorts of companies. And to me, it doesn't matter who they're recommending me to. As long as they're happy and ta- telling others about it, eventually I'm going to get work from that. So the perfect referral is a happy client and let them do the work to whoever they think it's a good fit for.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, so so p- part of my leading is down this this pathway is that it's I think it's important for freelancers, A, to understand who they'd like to work with. That's part of it. But when when I say to you, hey, I'm looking at uh somebody who needs marketing, that's like the the top of a super wide funnel. And there might be thousands of people in your mind of that you know, it's not narrow enough for you to put a face to. I need to say like I need to drill down a few different levels, right? For if I want you to find somebody who's going to be a perfect fit for me, I need to narrow that down to, is it a male or female? Is it a small business, medium, large business, right? I mean, there's a lot of different granular levels. How does that sit with you guys? That that concept of of refining who would be the perfect referral for you?
1: Yeah, I like that. I mean, <laughs> you can get referrals and the, the, it's just like a, an email that was forwarded to you you don't know anything about the company or anything like that and uh hey this is so and so and they need a website and it's like all right well i'll go look at the website and i'll go look at what you know possibly what they need and i don't know if it's a good fit or not um and you know will i explore it sure but uh there's some qualifications that I feel like that need to happen first um I don't know, and sometimes you know sometimes there sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't you know sometimes it's you, you go through the whole step you build the whole the, you build our brand you build their website, and you know they are they are a good referral, and then there's just you know nothing happens from it um or, or just you know it ends the, the 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 whole thing ends it turns out to be a almost a almost a, uh, a bad referral. Um, and so I think once you have a couple of those, you get a little, you're, you're a little bit, uh, what's the word? Uh, and shy gun, gun shy, gun shy, hand shy, shy business. Yeah. Well, you, you, you're showing me this business card. Uh, I thought you were going to hit me. So
0: <laughs> oh we got to unpack some stuff there Marty. Um Brandon what what do you uh what do you think about that idea of like leveling down that I mean yeah. you kind of did in your explanation that yeah. you are looking for.
2: Yeah. No, I I think the ultimate thing is a happy for me, a happy client whoever they tell I'm appreciative. But if I have my pick, obviously that's more like narrow about which type of tech startup and where they're located. Um, and that's what you can do with, with your previous clients. I mean, you, you only get referrals by asking for them. I mean, sometimes clients will tell others, but if you really made someone happy, it's pretty amazing what can be done. If you just say, Hey, I'm looking for more companies like you are that fit this criteria. Like you can tell a client what you're looking for so that they can send you the right people. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, I think if you're just clear about it, but Yeah, I think my my main work has been referrals for many, many years. And I think the question is, how do you get to that point where you can get referrals? And that, unfortunately, the answer to that is by doing cold outreach, doing old school sales and creating opportunities to get the referrals. And that's kind of where I'm at right now, because I'm looking for a different customer and I'm having to create new opportunities. And I'm realizing that, like we talked about last week, takes patience So if you do have referrals and you have clients you made happy, be very thankful for those referrals. It's, it is so much easier to have people come in the door, basically already ready to work with you than trying to convince someone that you're worth the time. So,
1: yeah. yeah. And right now it's, it's hard to network. It's hard to get, to get, uh, in the door or in the, in the spaces that, that people are because they're not, they're not out. Well, (laughs) um,
0: so you know I, I think I mean? that's a, that's a twofold thing. If, if your business is local where you're really mm-hmm. dealing with local people and you need that like in person, um, then you're right. A hundred percent. It is going to be, it's going to be challenging. However, I would push again, I'd push back just a little and saying that it is more challenging than it was before, but tools like LinkedIn, which allow you to connect with people even in your potential local region, if, you know, if that's who you target and you connect with those people and you look at their connections um, we've talked about clubhouse in the past as a, as a networking tool, that, that app, Twitter's a, a great place to find people that have similar ideas or val, you know, values that you have. Mark Cuban's new fireside. <laughs> that right. <laughs> um, so, so I guess the, the point I'd like to, if for anybody listening and thinking about referrals is that we put it, we put a high value on referral, but we haven't really deconstructed how to ask for it, how to, how to make sure we're we're asking for the right referral, when to ask for it, because here, because here's the thing you can wait for a referral to come to you on its own. Those are the best they come out of the blue. You get an email. Hey, I was talking with so-and-so I want to connect you guys. I've CC'd them on the email um, they, I told them everything you've done for us. They love it. They can't wait to work with you. Those sort of warm introductions are they're gold. I mean, you know, probably worth oh, yeah. thousands of dollars in a pay-per-click ad campaign, if you could get that. Um, but that's not common. People need to be prompted sometimes to request that. So have you guys seen any, or have you used any creative ways to ask your existing clientele to refer you to other businesses. I, and I, I don't know the answer to this, which is why I love this conversation. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm curious. I, just
2: just to, first of all, the value of a referral. So I, I recently concluded a five-year project with a client that I worked with. And it came because the CEO went, he's like very good friends with the CEO of another company. And that's how I got the job. And so when you talk about the value of a referral, I mean, the CEO straight up told me that's why they hired me. Because he spoke highly of me. And that was a five-year primary job for me. So don't ever underestimate and and thank those people for those referrals. Um, But yeah, in terms of getting them, one of the things I've been doing recently is when I work with a company that, and this is in the tech startup world, when I work with a company that it goes well with, I've been pitching their investors and saying, hey, I just did this with your portfolio company. Here's what they said. They really enjoyed it. You know, if there's anyone else in your portfolio that would be benefit from this, please let me know. And I have actually had them send me introductions to people. So that's a creative way to look at, you know, I did it for this company. Now, how can something connected to this company make the referral? And for me, that's investors because they will say, wow, you know, the CEO did speak highly of what you did for them. And I've got one or two companies that might be interested. So that's that's the approach I've been taking lately in my new attempt at a business. Um still working on it and it's not going as quick as I'd like, but it it is awesome to get those emails.
1: Okay.
0: That no, that's a very practical example and also one that's required some legwork on your part. You you are proactively making yeah. those connections. So that's that's great. Marty, what about what about you?
1: So I don't I don't ask for referrals. Um I should start asking for referrals. Um, that's something I probably need to work on. Um, I, I just, I have personally, I have this hard time being, uh, being my own promotional person or my own gimmicky, like, you know, I don't, I don't want to be that person. Um, but I do think that that's probably a bad thing. Um, because you're, you're only, you're, you're the only guy in your business, right? If you're a freelancer, (laughs) so who else is going to do it? And so, um, you know, it's just, all you gotta do is ask. And that's, I'm telling that to myself. You know, all I gotta do is ask, Hey, Brandon, Hey, Jake, can you guys give me some referrals, please? Uh, no. (laughs) So (laughs) I think that I have to have a better attitude about it. Uh, it's just, for me, it's, it's, you know, honestly, 90% of my business has been referrals. Like someone has just said, Hey, this guy does this. So here, let's here, here you are. And we've met and we've and it, it's worked out and we've created uh, beautiful things together and moved on with our lives or we're still working together. Right. So um, and it's just, you know, I'm also side side panel. <laughs> I'm also battling with whether or not I want to continue doing what I'm doing right now. So and we're, or, or move on to something else. So that's the other thing where I, I'm not necessarily actively going after referrals right now because. I don't know if I want those referrals, uh, for that kind of work yet or, or still, so, Okay. but that's a, that's a different thing. But anyway, um, I'm, I'm very interested in the productized thing that we've talked about before and I'm trying to work on that. But anyway, um, so well, I, no, I, I think so. Yeah.
0: What it's it's funny you talking about having a hard time promoting yourself. And I think it's no coincidence that the person that is doing this, the best amongst the three of us is you, Brandon because you work in PR and PR, well, but, well, but that, uh, <laughs> no,
2: I, so I, I'll push back a little bit on that. Go because for it. I was just talking to my wife about this today, and this has been a conversation amongst the three of us go back to episode one about social media, which is still how I feel in my gut. I have missed tons of opportunities over the past 15 years by not being active on social media and you know, again, been very active with clients and managed million strong communities. So I get that world. I know what to do. I just prefer to do work, deep work, focus work versus sitting on tweet deck all day promoting myself. Again, I feel the same way. PR people are actually, it's notorious. We are the worst at marketing ourselves. We do it for our clients. But if you look at a PR person's website, I mean, they're terrible at it. And I'm kind of in that zone too, where I, it's almost perf- like you
1: got to hire somebody else.
2: Yeah. My preferred contact right? is what I'm doing now, which is just cold. I actually prefer this is cold emailing people that I've researched, sending them a video saying, Hey, this is what I do. That's what I prefer. I prefer that versus broadcasting to hundreds of people, you know, Oh, look at this. Look at that. I love the one-on-one. I found your company. I found your contact. Here's me say- speaking to you. That's okay. just the way I like to work. That's the way I do business. And you know, again, if I would have been tweeting since 2007 when I created my account, I'd have probably 70,000 followers plus like everyone else does who did that. And we might not be talking about needing to generate referrals because they just come in the door. But I've chosen to build my business a different way, like all three of us have. And we all are kind of in that boat to some extent where we're I don't think any of us would say we're the best at promoting our businesses. I mean, I know Marty will. No, and I no, know I don't no. And I, Yeah. So it's kind of odd that all three of us are that way. And we found a way to get through it because we just prefer to do it differently. And that's okay. You know, you don't have to be an Instagram influencer to have your own freelance business. Oh, the three of us aren't Instagram influencers. Not
1: yet. We need to be (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) Um, I do think here's a, here's a big, I mean, here's a big thing we, you know, yes. The cool thing is to start a podcast and that's what we did. Right. Um, and, the podcast to me is, has been a, a little bit of a way of promotion. Uh, just, you know, just being able to talk about what you do on a, on a regular basis, period, and talk about what you've, you've done or, or, uh, what your plans are to me, you know, and, and, and it's just, it's fun. It's just fun to, to get get on here and talk about stuff. Um, the before show for this one guys, by the way, hour and 30 minutes was amazing. But anyway, <laughs> uh for this referral <laughs> podcast you know i it's just this is a this is the first this is to me like one of the first steps for me right now is the, getting putting myself out there i mean confession you know i have a hard time right now i have my own personal instagram i have a hard time putting putting uh freelance dance on my own personal instagram cuz i just don't want you know whatever I, I don't know what i don't want i don't know what it is i don't i don't want um but and it's like, oh, maybe I should put it on a business. You know, should I start a business Instagram? I've got I've got something on the side. That, you know, should I do that from there? Is that a way to promote um, a better way to promote? Uh, is that t- in order to get referrals or to get people to recognize, you know, and then it's like your your mom or your aunt's going to comment on how nice that is and all that stuff. So, but yeah. anyway, um,
0: or your or your dad, <laughs> or um, your dad. Like, uh, how, like how nice was it that he commented on our Insta He's like, sorry, I've only I've only got to episode eleven. Sorry, guys, I'll I'll go, go back. It was a really great episode. I'll get caught up on episode sixteen. You know, like what sort of you know, thanks, Dad. Um, <laughs> that was that, nice. <laughs> that was so nice. But but to your point, Marty, about and even Brandon talking about like the promotion and I would I would venture that the cold call email approach that you're taking, Brandon, it, that seems so. Part of this topic is actually important to me this week because. I reached out to a handful of my former people that I've done work with in the tourism industry to say, Hey, I've got some openings in my, in my schedule. I'd like to do some, you know, do you know anybody that needs some assistance? So I did four or five cold emails. Here's one of the ones with somebody who's done work with me and as part of a greater organization, who actually happens to be NPR, Brandon. I sent her the email. Her reply back was, yeah, I'd love to connect. I actually, to be honest, don't really know what you do for them. I just know it's something that I don't do at all. I'd love to connect and figure out because as a PR person, she doesn't do anything with website SEO, marketing, any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It, but is always coming into contact with people that do. That was a random connect thing I just thought, I'll just reach out and just see. Shamelessly doing that. And I say shamelessly because it can feel and maybe this goes back to our imposter syndrome episode, it can feel almost like, who are we to, to say we have something of value that somebody else want to pay for? Um, which I think there could be a that's a, that's a, that's a little low level vibe that maybe the three of us have. Like, why would anybody pay me for what I do? I don't know. Um, but it's not true though. It's not true. <laughs> yeah, it's so dangerous. And yeah. It is dangerous. And, oh, and Marty, what, yeah. you, what you talked about with with being... Like not wanting to put stuff out on social, the, the conversation that we have on this show, any one of us could take any part of this and put it out on social, but it would feel so different than the conversation we're having. Why yeah. is that? Why is that?
2: It's a group Why effort. That? Yeah, it's a group effort. I mean, yeah. I feel safe. There's safety in numbers on this. Yeah, the, the podcast <laughs> doesn't make me feel awkward at all. Like. We we don't edit anything out of this. It, we're not planning it, other than maybe what the main topic is, and I'm totally comfortable with it. But yeah, you're right. Me clipping portions of what I'm saying and posting it on social media feels gross. It feels gross to me. Why? But because Why? it just feels gross. I think I think there's a generation younger than us that's comfortable with that. I just feel like I feel like we're right on that cutoff. And my wife was making fun of me today. She's like. You, you were like a businessman from the 1950s. She, she met in a compliment and I actually took it as a compliment. <laughs> oh, but, beautiful! but that's, <laughs> that's the love. way I prefer to do business is like that old school, you know, it's like, that's why I understand all this new stuff and I can use it for clients and have for many years, but for myself, I'd prefer not to do business that way. And it's, it's hurting me, but. You know, I found a way around it for my entire career. I'll see if I can continue. Otherwise, I'll just be <laughs> like, tweeting 20 times a day. If you guys go to my Twitter account and I'm busy, then, you
0: know, I've made a quick life decision. <laughs> <laughs> that That's so. OK, so th- this uh, this discussion referrals is kind of we have like a, a subreddit of um, <laughs> of. And here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I think it is, because I, I know it's true for me, too. Um, Perhaps, and I'm not the person to think about this. It's Gary V was the first person to ever make these words or this concept that we don't put information out because we're worried about judgment from somebody else, right? I mean, it, do you do you walk to get the mail? Are you like, oh, how many steps should I take? What's my gate? Uh, should I go in the morning or should I wait five minutes after the mail person? Do you have any sort of conversation internally about when you should go get the mail? If, you know, when it's delivered at your house or or some other asinine thing that you do every day, you don't have any thought, right? Why are you worried about somebody judging you by getting the mail? No. so Therefore, you freely do it.
2: The thing, too, is I've been sending these video pitches, cold pitches to try to get work to get referrals. Ultimately, the the end goal is to make someone happy that they refer you. That's always the goal. I'm doing these video pitches, 10 of them a day. Now, that sounds crazy, but I've got a good routine and I'm doing it. What I should be doing is doing a daily LinkedIn video post and just pick some I should pick some top story in PR from social media and sit there for five minutes and give my thoughts on it. I would probably shoot engagement off the charts. People would love it. There's not a lot of video on LinkedIn right now. Um, and, you Start know, a
1: Twitter thread then have a blog post. Yeah,
2: it's the integrated but, content approach. But I just don't feel like I want to do that
1: here here.
0: here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, exactly. I this is
2: the feelings.
0: It. So, so here, here's what I think. I, you sending those video pitches to one person. I think that's how we need to view social media. I think you need to view social that the other the other side of what you're posting is one person who's going to see it, not the uh, universe yeah. that's going to see Supposed it. To be and yeah. I just I've I've never had this that brain connection until Brandon. You were talking about what you're what you were just talking about, but. Like that, I think that's going to be a game changer for me. Oops. Uh, a game changer for me. I want to post going, there is, there might be one other person that's going to find value of this mm-hmm. and that's okay. I don't need 900. I don't need a thousand. I don't need 14. Just need one. So that that's my way to get referrals for me. I'm going to start posting on the various socials with that thought that this is a one to one relationship. One person might see this.
1: What about, uh, rewarding referrals to, to, gr- to, to, to grab those referrals even, or to get, uh, I don't know. How would you reward your referral? Ha- have you ever been rewarded for that? Yeah, probably, uh, for, for maybe for like services or, or products.
0: Did you get $10 um, by any chance from a, an app called Coinbase? <laughs>
1: Uh, maybe I think I did
0: <laughs> yeah I think it's, su- it's super yes. common it's super common yeah. in the app space or website you know you have a service and you, you do it but but I think the reward is a thank you mm-hmm. what could you do as a thank you to somebody and I, I don't know who this there's some company that's some gift giving I consume more than I can, can retain they just gave a gift to the person and it was something that like they would never buy for themselves. So it was usually a high ticket item. Let's say somebody was a fisherman, you know, they get him a two hundred dollar fishing knife that you wouldn't normally spend on one single knife, but it's engraved and blah blah blah. You know, I, I think you can reward thoughtfully. I love that idea. I,
1: I heard a story. I, either it was a story or a book or pot something um, about this guy who uh, basically he, he was a real estate agent and. He sent his, uh, he sent cookies to whoever he sold houses to, you know, and they're really, I mean, obviously they're, they're pretty good cookies, but, um, that's all of the people could talk about. And, you know, not the house or not anything that they got from, you know, the deal that they got. Uh, it was the cookies and they're like, look, if you get this, if you got, if you buy a house from this guy, you're going to get these awesome cookies. <laughs> I always thought that was neat because it's like, um, something, you know, something you don't really think about it. Um, food's good, but, um, he was known for being that guy that would send you cookies, um, after you bought a house from him. Um, which, you know, that for me to me is more memorable than, than, uh, you know, whatever else you could do. Have you guys you know, ever seen an ad certificate or something? Have you ever
0: seen an ad for DoubleTree Hotels?
2: No. Yeah, the cookies. They advertise them in the ads. It's the oh, it's right. the it's the cookies, right? That's the cookies. <laughs> the rooms have bed bugs, but hey, the
0: cookies are great. <laughs> uh, episode title number Double 4. DoubleTree, not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. <laughs> Oh, yep. This just in looks like they refuse to sponsor us in future episodes as well. So (laughs) good deal.
2: Oh, it's a standing refusal. Okay. It's It's a standing refusal.
0: Uh, (laughs) I mean, mean, Brandon, have you, have you in your, I mean, in your space, have you seen any? I'm so glad you
2: brought that up. So rewarding referrals, very important. I need to do that more often. Another thing we all need to do is send our clients a gift every year. I have, I have. I have thought about this and it's, it's irresponsible that I usually have two or three clients a year and I still don't do it. I think about it, but I can never find the perfect gift. There's a lot of pressure. You need to send your clients (laughs) (laughs) mapping to personality types, which is part of our pre-show, which you'll be glad you didn't hear. Um, But (laughs) it's hard to decide on the right gift, but yeah, we should all send our clients. That's your way to get referrals. Like Marty said with the cookies it's like, hey, my web developer, my PR guy sent me this awesome gift that was like just the perfect, thoughtful gift. Doesn't have to be expensive. Let's be honest. We can spend $100, $200 a year on our clients for a gift if they're with us all year. Oh. Um, and it's they're going to love it. But you, what you just said there, Jake, I, I made a referral to someone I used to work with. And because I, I couldn't take on another full service PR client. And it's probably it could be a $100,000 a year client that I gave him. No, no, I'm not saying this guy, he's the best guy and I loved working with him. I didn't expect anything, but the point is there is a lot of value that you give with these referrals. And so it is good for us all to be mindful of that and try to reward them, especially if it's a big ticket referral.
0: Um such yeah, such a great a great angle for this because again, at the outset, we all agreed that it's the best way when you have another human who, who, who says to another human, Hey, go work with this human. Like that, that's good. You you can't really get that. Um, yeah. So, so, okay. So let's, let's wrap up this before we get to our, our, um, our picks of the week. But so, so we've kind of encapsulated that yes, referrals are important. It would be important for us to narrow down what is the perfect referral for us then we, we should articulate that in some way to current customers or even on our website. Cause people visit our website that might not be into what we're doing, but they, but if we articulate that, that here's who we're looking to work with, that might spring up a name in their mind. And then I think the other thing is just actually making the ask, making the yeah. ask, say, the, saying, putting it. the effort forth, putting the effort forth and then potentially rewarding referrals that come your way or, Sending thank yous to those, to those, um,
1: yeah, just as keeping your, your, uh, your business, your current customers happy, at least, and trying to continue to work on those relationships, which would lead to more referrals.
0: I, I feel like, I feel like there's more, it's a topic that it's not talked about enough in the whole, in the greater marketing, this is so. From a marketing perspective, obviously, as we're talking, this is kind of my my view. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the drawing board on this personally, and thinking about how I can leverage referrals better in my business. Um, and even though I've asked for some this week, how to ask confidently, um, because I know that I can deliver. Like I've I know that I have a solution for somebody. So, um, well, thanks, guys. This was enlightening. Uh, and I think valuable for the three of us. And if anybody else found value, geez, that was free. You didn't have have to pay for it. Yeah. We want to give us a gift. Yes. Thank you. I would
1: like, I would like some cookies, please. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Marty just really wants some cookies.
1: I (laughs) I just want some cookies. (laughs) (laughs) I got to find that again. Get this guy guy some cookies.
0: Get this guy some cookies. Okay. Um, let's, let's uh, move on to our freelance dance. Picks of the week, boom! It's a it's a good week. We got a lot to talk about. We do Um, actually. I don't know the order that we should go in. I think
1: you should go last, Jake. Oh, okay. I like yeah, because I'm interested. I'm interested. I want to hear more about yours. (laughs) Yes. So okay, agreed. Um, All right, Marty. Coin toss.
2: If you want to go first, go first.
1: Okay, I can go first. Okay, mine's an app. Mine's an app that uh, I've been using. On a regular basis for a couple of weeks now. It's called uh session, stay in session.com. Um, start your momentum by focusing in 25-minute sessions. Uh, a session helps you focus and be more mindful by blocking distractions and tracking your progress. It is a Mac app and an iPhone app. And has anyone have you guys ever used the Pomodoro uh yeah, uh, process heard of it, or haven't done it, but heard of it, yeah. Yeah. So basically, w- the idea is that if you, if you were trying to focus, if you set a timer for a certain amount of time, like 25 minutes, um, because you know that timer is going in the background, it's going to help you focus on trying to achieve that task, the specific task that you're trying to get done. Um, and so I'm trying to get through a couple different projects right now and I'm really trying to focus in on making sure I'm focused and not distracted by other things. What's cool about this thing is that uh, it actually will um, keep track of the stuff that you're doing. Then you have you're able to do like a retrospective of everything that you've done uh, through the week. Um, and then it also has cool like paid features like um, blocking certain websites or blocking certain apps like Slack. Um, so like if you're if you work with Slack on all day, you know how distracting that can be. Um, so um check it out. It's called com. Um, this guy is he is actively building it, and I follow him on Twitter as well. Um, he's got he he's got some pretty interesting ideas about this thing, and he's been I mean, he he works on this thing, I think, on a daily basis. Philip Young. Um, he's you know. Some of his stuff that he talks about, even on his Twitter, are interesting about productivity and, and staying on staying in focus. So uh, check him out too. But yeah, the app is session, stay Um, I dig it. I use it. I like it. Make sure to, I, the only thing I don't like about it is like, he added this new feature where it'll do this like chime or this little ping every like, 10 minutes or something or five minutes. That was annoying. Super fast. And you can't turn that off. You can't turn (laughs) turn it off. Okay. Well, it's interesting too. When you start first start the app, it like has this, like, you know, he's trying to get you to stay focused. So some people stay focused if they keep hearing the same thing over and over again, or like maybe they hear the ocean waves in the background and that's going to help you stay focused. Or for me, it's, I just, I need music. Music for me is, that's how I I keep focused as well. But uh there's this for whatever reason, there's this like tick, 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 that got annoying <laughs> that got real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Some people probably love it. I mean, I don't I don't know. But uh besides that little thing, you can turn all that stuff off. You can customize it. It's pretty cool. Check it out. Stayinsession.com.
0: That's cool, man. That it feels like an amalgam of like a handful of different productivity focus. Thing, yeah so. and, ch-
1: and check out yeah look up more about pomodoro mm-hmm. uh i guess what is it what's, what's the uh pomodoro productivity or pomodoro
2: technique i think they call it technique or, yeah, yeah that's it is
1: pomodoro technique there's a lot of different pomodoro timers out there too on the app store um and i've used it before and some even some have um some of your task management applications have a pomodoro timer on it as well um it really, I mean, it really does work. Like you'll be f- surprised at how fast, what's cool about Pomodoro is that it's 25 minutes on and then a five minute break and then back to it. So like you have these little breaks in the middle of everything. It's like, Oh yeah, let me take, let me take a breat- breather here. But anyway, check it out. Pomodoro is cool. Staying session. pretty cool too. Nice. That's a
0: great pick. Actually, that ties in very nicely with my pick. Interestingly oh. enough. So it does but we have a out of
2: left field pick from me. Yes. (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) And I have regrets. I have a lot of regrets, everyone. But one of my biggest regrets is not doing this live (laughs) on the podcast. So have you heard of deep fakes, both of you guys?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: So AI is getting crazy. It is getting it's eating the world, as they say. And there's been one that's been out this week of this guy, basically he makes himself look like Tom Cruise and I don't know if you've seen that. And it's just unbelievable. It's just AI makes him look and sound like him. And basically showing us the future is you can't believe anything you see online because everything can be digitally manipulated to look like anyone saying or doing anything. And that's, we're very close to that being a reality.
1: I think one of the more popular ones was somebody did Obama. Yeah. like a while ago and that kind of like, it's not everybody freak out a little bit. Yeah.
2: You can literally switch actors in and out of movies and you wouldn't even know the difference. It's crazy. But anyways, so I found this, this app on product hunt and it's from a company <laughs> called, um, my heritage, but this is a little separate feature called deep nostalgia. And we've all seen the filters in like Snapchat and, and, uh, other social apps where it, you know, gives you some AR overlays or does some manipulation, which is really cool. Um, like the one that makes you look younger or older. I mean, we've all seen those. Deep Nostalgia is probably the most <laughs> the most shocking one I've ever seen. And the idea is the, the way they pitch this is that you can take family photos from a long time ago. So your great grandparents, people you never met um, and run it through this program. And it takes a static image and animates their face, and the animation is so scary in how real it is that I, I don't even know what to say about it. Other than you've got to check this thing out. So <laughs> what I did is I just ran the three photos that we have on our website for the three of us, just our normal profile photos, and ran it through this thing. And Marty's and I's, Marty and mine, kind of was weird because of our glasses. It kind of threw off some of the rendering. Jake's was so good. Jake's now it's moving. This is a static image. It's moving his face. He's looking around. He's smiling. You see like the shoulders moving. It is crazy. And in fact, I would recommend everyone right click on Jake's (laughs) image, save image (laughs) as from the website. I'm gonna post. Can can I post? Can I post
0: these videos? Oh, this is uh, great social. This is what we do for Uh, social.
2: <laughs> so you guys are gonna see this in this beautiful idea, Jake. You're gonna see all three of our scary animated videos. Jake's is again is again is the best, but anyways, you gotta see this thing. I think they give you five five samples for free and then they start bothering you to pay. So I ran through all five real quick. But did you do you it, do it on, do a, have, on
1: an app or is it on a computer?
2: It's through the website.
1: Oh, okay.
2: But I will say do a couple for fun. Do one of yourself just to see how realistic it is. Um it's crazy. Um but yeah, if you do have photos of people in your family a long time ago or people that have passed away even, you might even say that. It, that's really what it's intended to do is kind of bring life to these images oh, and okay. see what you think. Like it's it's pretty it's pretty wild like someone you never met, it, they're they're looking at you and moving around and just give it a shot and if for nothing else you'll be you'll be uh entertained, but also you're going to see how far AI has come and deep fakes are here people deep fakes are here. So deep nostalgia, have some fun.
0: I just, I'm going to say my, uh, you shared those with us. And the only thing I could like utter through my keyboard was I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) Like looking at the the photo, it's crazy. It's very good. Um, are the,
1: are the faces uh, like, are they already like, I guess, are you making the faces or the, is it you automatically done it?
2: You upload any image you got. If it's a headshot, small, big, the body, it, it does it all on its own. It picks it out. It, you don't have to lay markers. It knows what it's looking at. It's crazy.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. That'll definitely be on our social. So when you listen to this, go look at our socials. Um, (laughs) probably instagram but Marty, we links to happy. it on-
2: I, I consent i consent keep in mind <laughs> no, this, this isn't actually our faces but this is animated mine looks like a, yeah i don't know like
1: <laughs> it's terrifying but well the way they're animating these old photos on the website uh myheritage.com slash deep nostalgia deep hyphen nostalgia yeah. um like one of these black and white photos i mean you would think they got video on this person. Yes. And we're just recording them. I mean, from the like 1800 or I don't know when yeah. this was
2: just black, but it it does seem to do best with black and white and that's Jake's photo. Yeah. it's black and white. I don't know if it's the depth of image, like the colors, it's able to really do a good job. It, you're probably
0: right. You're yeah. probably right on that. Um, that's fascinating. Well, and in, in anybody who, who uh, listens to this and then checks it out, I feel like mine is what would happen if I was a robot and came alive for the first time, <laughs> and this is me like like realizing my 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 selfness, like oh I am I am a being. So anyway, um, okay, it does look like it doesn't. Okay, so um, it's so good. Uh, I showed Amanda and she she was terrified as well. Um, yeah, i was slightly amused. Um. All right. So my my pick of the week, that was an awesome pick, Brandon. I had I'm like, I think that's two picks. Uh Product Hunt, which is a great site, which I didn't know yes. existed before today. And uh, Oh, oh no. Yeah, thanks guys. You're for done letting for. me that was, on that little yeah. little secret. Um episode 17. New things are being revealed before my eyes. Um all right, so my pick this week is actually um a site I came across listening to the Focus podcast, and um they interviewed the founder of this, his name is Jake. Not a coincidence, but just for the record, uh, to let you know. Let you know. Um, it's called caveday.org. So this the scenario behind it is we're all busy and at one point somebody was talking with somebody and said, I wish I could just like just like get in the cave for a day and I could get this work I needed done. You know, like a non like a distraction free zone where you can just focus on what you got to do. So I checked it out. I before I finished the podcast, I signed up for a free, you know, one. They call them sprints. They have a one hour and a three hour sprints that you can do. But but it, so from the Pomodoro. So he, so here's the here's the idea. It's a Zoom. You this was in person, by the way, in New York City before this. This was not a COVID inspired. This thing has been around since 2016, 17. Um, but but now we're you you jump on Zoom. And you're on a Zoom call with, could be, in the case of my one I did yesterday, there were 117 other people. Honest, they're all freelancers. They're all people that are working from home, independent. In fact, my very first session, I joined a little bit early, so it's just me and the the host and one other person. And I was working on the freelance dance podcast stuff. And uh, he's like, "Well, that's appropriate. (laughs) It is appropriate." Um, But you join on. So the way the sprint works is so they 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 tout this research back method. So Pomodoro says 25 minutes, five minute break. They said there's research that suggests, but they found that's actually somewhere near the 52 minute mark, which is the ideal uh-huh. time for a um, focus zone. So what they do is they start the sprint, get everybody, you know, kind of on the same page. What are you working on? And, and here's the, as I was curious, how you you do this with 117 people? Like, they they throw you into breakout rooms with like three to five on people zoom. on zoom but i'm telling you here's the beauty of it i started out by talking to three other people about what they're working on and it was just strangers i don't know these people from anywhere it's your name where you're from what you're working on and and you put that in your name on zoom you rename yourself with that information um and then you get to work they start the timer Then you've got between 40 and 52 minutes. You don't know how long that time is going to last. They just, they said it's somewhere between 40 and 52 minutes. So it's not like a, you know, that at this time it's going to stop. So there's a little bit of randomness to it, which I like. Um, But then they start the timer. They encourage you to put away your phone, put everything on do not disturb, like have it out of sight. But they, they said even having your phone within sight decreases your IQ which is fascinating to me verified um and did i did i reach for my phone five times the first 45 minutes yes i did um but it was awesome i just were you're focused on that you have a break when you're uh, that time period hey just you know we're coming back together got three minutes go stretch bio break do whatever you got to do come back they've done some group exercises which is like it sounds weird
1: I see that on the site. I see them doing jump checks. checks. But I'm telling you though,
0: it's like, and maybe it's my personality, knowing that there were a hundred other people working hard on something as I was too, was so motivating. I just, in this remote environment as freelancers, we're just all kind of chipping away. Like, does anybody even know I exist? Like, what am I, what is my purpose? Why am I here? So So, (laughs)
1: it's like a, like a, a zoom working space. Honestly, if you break it
0: down nuts and bolts, yeah, yep.
1: Um, what what happens during the focus time? Is there is there anything going on in the background at all?
0: So, I they encourage you to keep your camera on so you can see if other people are working, what they're doing. Um, I have that off screen, so I don't I don't okay. watch what anybody's doing. Yeah. No, nope, my green camera lights on. I that's all. Um, I saw people. Are you muted or unmuted? you're everyone's muted okay it's 100 mute. percent in fact i have music on i'm just working away yeah. um so i did the three hour one it's like three three like 50 ish minute sprints that's what they call it so in each one i gave myself what i'm working on and i'm telling you i'm not going to subscribe for the year because i know my adhd nature of getting excited about something and then not doing it <laughs> Three months from now. So I'm going to go month to month. Um, but, but that podcast, listen to the focus podcast, there's a free code. Um, this is like a promotion extension from promotion, but they didn't sponsor this episode, obviously. Our sponsorships are coming in slowly these days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or not at all. but anyway, you can get a month free to try it for a month, and you it's, a, it's all through.
1: How many an automated
0: 30? 30 days, okay, so you do oh, it every,
1: every single day, if you wanted to,
0: they have it seven days a week. Yep. And wow. it's, so it's a calendar. So you pick whether you want a one hour or a three hour and they fill up. So there are times like, Oh, there's none available for this afternoon. If you don't, you know, if you wait too long. Um, but for, we- for example today, and actually can I, I know this is on a, you won't be able to see this on the podcast land, but I wanted to show you guys one of the things I was working on yes, during please. this. Okay. Of course. So I, I was working on some personal branding for my, for Mm. my business. Um, and so Marty, I'm very excited for you to see this, um, (laughs) or not excited. Um, so I went on Pinterest. This was my whole plan. I went on Pinterest. I found some images that I thought resonated with me as a human with what I, what just what I really like. And then I pulled out color schemes from those images. So I had six images, six colors. I'll probably share this on social at some point during the week too. So you can see, and then a font that I was kind of into with some of those colors. N- none of this is the font or the, you know, that sort of stuff is finalized, but just the idea that I was able to, in that course of a, f- of a 50 minute session, hop into Illustrator, this thing that was terrifying me for, you know, better part of 10 days. I didn't want to do just go, you know what? I'm just going to hop in and going to do it. And it allowed me to just sort of have that, comfort in a space so that's what i that's what i that's what i worked on and this was the results i actually am pretty excited about this um i like where it's going so what what are your
1: guys' thoughts overall on the on the cave day thing the idea yeah um i'm curious i'm just curious like what why you would need to have a hundred other people on with you, to be real, you and know what I mean? Like I just for for only reason to, to for me to pay money to time to be able to time myself for fifty three minutes to do work that I have to do anyway, and then I'm not so th- like is there any kind of social anything at all going on? because like so, everyone's muted, I I just I don't know where the value is. Like so,
0: ahead. at the start of every session. You've got Mm -hmm. two minutes or so in that small little breakout room to say what you're working on and and what you're doing. But then uh, yesterday they did it in between one of the breaks. They paired you up with one other person and they gave you like a prompt. And it was like, how do you stay focused? Like, like, what are you like refocusing? What are some things you use? So that was just the prompt. And so you got in a room and it was me and this dude named James who was in Toronto. And we had a five minute conversation and I talked about my posters on or my, my wall art. About staying focused, and we had a pretty engaging conversation for five minutes about, and it's somebody I don't know, and mm-hmm. he was actually working on a screenplay. I don't know what that involved. I so this is the thing: you've got people like one person. It was lunch, screenplay, songwriting, working on a storyboard, working on a presentation, copyright. It, it is all across the board what people are right. working on. So there is there is See, some that's social interesting element. To
1: me. That part, yeah, that part to me seems interesting because you're going to be able to meet all these, that to me, like kind of gets me excited because it's like, okay, I don't know who any of these people are and they could all be coming from different places and different uh, mind frames about whatever they're making right now. Are they all freelancers or are they they all like, you know, I mean, creatives or, you know, what's the... Can I, can
0: I share one more little snippet from my very first one? I did an hour, an hour long one. Yeah. And so I was Uh hundred percent new. It was a group. There's three of us that kind of got broke out at the beginning. I introduced myself. Apparently it's by alphabetical, by first name. For everybody listening, I was new to that. Didn't know. So I said what I'm doing. I'm in Michigan. This other woman was in Colorado another woman in California. The woman in Colorado, I think she was working on some social media, something or other. And the woman from Colorado was working on Tai Chi. She was older, probably in her like 50s or 60s. The woman from Colorado says, hey, from Michigan, where are you at in Michigan? So I'm in Ludington. Oh, I, I used to be in Midland. I, I was in Midland, Michigan, and I went to school at U of M. The other woman goes, oh, I was a professor at U of M. It was just this crazy. <laughs> there's three of us. And there was this crazy connection that happened. In that space, and that's energizing. I'm sorry. In all the space that we have of like being remote and removed, there was an energy that I got. I was jazzed after that. I was like, it's it's humans.
2: It's super cool. I, I, I want to give it a shot. Um, and I think, I think the reason it works is, and just like you were saying, Jake, you wouldn't have the video screen with everyone in front of you. I'd even no. minimize that or move that to a second monitor. But there's something about that green light on your camera being on knowing that I have to do something. Like you're not you're not you're gonna be a lot less likely to fire up Twitter and just like laugh at tweets when, when you're when you're <laughs> when you're on video and it, everyone's watching you. It's like you know that you're being watched in a good way. Like it's it's in a not creepy way. It's in a
1: everyone else is are doing people, the same thing. Are people watching? Like are they watching or are they working?
0: I mean, you be the judge. I mean, I, I, I glanced a couple of times through my first yeah. hour. Like, are, are these are other humans. Like, are they working? I literally saw some, some woman looking at her screen. She was rehearsing a presentation that she was going to be giving at, for, like, a webinar. And so she's super animated, talking, gesturing. It was perfect. To your point, Brandon, I didn't open up the Facebook tab. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know what? I'm here for guilty. work right now. Yeah, it's but it's, it's it's like the reverse of guilty. It's like a sense of community where I'm like part of the greater good by not going to Facebook. I don't know if that makes any sense um,
1: in general. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I've got to try this. I am yeah, fascinated by it. At least give 30 it days for free.
0: Yep. 30 days for free. Let me know if you do. Maybe we can join a couple of the, the same uh, the same sprints. But I I told Amanda today, I'm like, I I've done three now. Um, and it, it's on my calendar. I like, I put it on my calendar and schedule it out. Like I know my afternoon from one 30 to four 30 or nine thirty to 12 30 to 1230, because he motivated to like get in my, get my butt in my seat at my desk and, you know, be productive. I've got a lot to get done. And I think every, all of us in freelance space, we have a lot to get done and a lot we can do. And man, if I could focus four days, three hour blocks in each of those days. Holy cow. I, yeah, mm. I'm excited. Yeah. So, so Where's cave org. that's my, uh, that's my pick. Um, I'm sticking to it.
2: Very good. Picks All right. This week. I'm proud of us. Uh, Those were some good. Picks. I am, <laughs> we, <laughs> got, I, we got I education, love... entertainment. Yeah. See, I love having, I love having that random inner, that, uh, kind of, uh, what am I thinking? Entertaining, uh, pick. I, I love that little off the wall pick. So hopefully we can keep doing that. But, we have the perfect balance. So you can save time, you can be productive, and you can laugh at photos of old people. And you can <laughs> waste
0: some time. Um, you just, you just wait. I'm going to be sending some your way that I have in my mind oh. about what I think will be hilarious. So you just wait. Oh, That's going to be yes. on the lookout. Um, and i haven't burned any of my five free ones so yes
2: there are many people we know shared contacts that would be hilarious to use and (laughs) post on some you know exactly what i'm saying you guys that would be hilarious to post them in teams oh yes it would okay
0: i have some i have some meetings tomorrow i think i'm able to make that happen okay good good to know um all right well that was awesome good fun great as always well how about this if you found this episode exciting, entertaining, even learn something, just let us know. We'd love to know that. And also, thanks. We've got seven, seven five-star reviews on Apple. Do you guys know that? I love it. Wow. And, and we're in 14 countries.
2: And we want your referrals, so please tell others about us.
0: Oh, also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please refer us to others. Thank you for making that full circle. Marty, you got something? I feel like. Nope yeah okay good stuff good stuff all right well then this has been the freelance dance and until next time see ya bye see ya thanks for listening to this episode of the freelance dance if you found this episode helpful we'd love it if you would leave us a review have an idea for a show or a question Go to freelancestance.com or hit us up on Twitter at underscore freelance dance. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you listen.
1: Until next time.